Hello and welcome to this episode of You Better Hear Me. I am your host, Charlene McWilliams. Today I continue my conversation with fitness advocate Ewanike Akpan as she shares her definition of real stability and freedom. Well, if there's one thing that the pandemic has taught me is that <laughs> that idea of stability is Ooh, fleeting. How part, it's just such a matrix. It's such a mind zap that we have stability because we have a job mm-hmm. and we live in this particular neighborhood mm-hmm. and we go, our children go to this particular school and we drive this particular car and we have this type <laughs> of healthcare. Like, please, that's not real stability. Right, because any I mean, of that could be gone. All of it can be gone. Not any of it, all of it at once can be yeah. gone. Poof. And the stability starts first in the tight fabric that you weave of mm-hmm. your relationships in your home and mm-hmm. with your family outside of that home and your friends. And again, I'm here because of my friend yeah. who yeah. opened my eyes to this location and gave me, if gave me the, not authority, but she was like, yeah, you could come and visit me here too. The motivation, the, opportunity the encouragement to, yeah. to do it. And, and, and my partner, my husband, who was just like, yeah, let's go check it out. That, that type of support, that's stability yeah. for me. Oh, yeah. That's what I call. So again, I mentioned that way back in the day, I was, you know, doing entrepreneurial things. So mm-hmm. I've always felt a little bit, probably, you know, more comfortable than, you know, those that want that nine to five job with taking a risk to right. be self-employed. But also I thank God in a way that so many more people now are conscious of the fact that they can do businesses for themselves from their mm-hmm. homes and, and follow their desires for you know their interests and their passions and and find a way to make an income by doing so because right. they've had the time to be at home to do the research to read the books to listen to the audio mm-hmm. tapes yeah. to just sit and meditate and think about it and put their plans together and follow it out of necessity or just out of that time that we've had because we've been at home in quarantine a little bit more right. so for, for me, really, the stability, like, I am so thankful that the people who were training with me in person in D.C. put their, made their investment to continue to work with me online. Yes. During the pandemic. I mean, they were showing up for the Zoom classes and they were showing up for the free Instagram classes that I was mm-hmm. doing when for things first shut down. It was like, okay, so how, did, how are we going to pivot here? How are we going to make this right. happen? My personal training clients were willing to, you know, work with me online and they're continuing to do so. So without the, the, those people who are my team with Lotus Fitness, with my personal training clients and, and my core bootcamp members, I wouldn't have been able to just pick up and say, okay, I'm going to do this 30 days, this initial 30 days of work from mm-hmm. Mexico or anywhere else that that wouldn't have happened. But I already had that in place and now being able to continue that and I'm trying to grow it. I mean, any entrepreneur will tell you, you got to keep grinding no matter where in the world you are. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't, I don't have a lot of other people behind me in terms of the the administrative and, and all of the things <laughs> the HR. behind my business. Yeah, yeah, all of that. Yeah, you know, social media and all that. That's that. It's really just a few people who who are working with me. So it's 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 always something that you're trying to develop and grow. Mm -hmm. But the stability for me has come from my mom who supports me and has come to visit me and spend oh, a month great. here with us. Oh, and wow. from my friends who've come and support this idea of being here and say, hey, you know, I, I wish that I could, uh, so many people, when we told them that we had moved here and that we were gonna stay, were like, I really wish that I, wish I could that do I could something do that. like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So many people, you know, strangers who, when we tell them that we're here and we weren't expected to be, but yes, we've moved and our, you know, <laughs> we're going to school and we're working from here. They're like, wow, that's, I never, you know, I, I would be too afraid to do that. And, you know, the stability question really boils down to taking Your that, idea. I would be afraid not to do something like mm -hmm. this if I really, really wanted to and, 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 and never trying. Right. That's what's really scary. Right. Because you'll always say, what if, what if I, what if I done that? You'll have these regrets later on in life as opposed and I'm to. And I'm not saying it's easy to do because mm -hmm. there's a lot of planning that we did before even coming to just spend 30 days here. <laughs> Right, right. So the action, and we've been back and forth now, and we have put our whole house in storage and mm -hmm. then tried to sell that house and that didn't work and then tried to rent that house. And, and we've gone from two storage units and spending a ton of money of just to store our things down to one storage unit. And, and it's a process. It's yeah. not like, Oh, la, la, you know, here we are in Mexico and life is great. Like the real <laughs> tangible things of dealing with your stuff, your yeah. furniture, your accounts, your bills and the, that, that stuff requires a lot of thought mm -hmm. and, and there are going to be things you don't fully think through and you have to learn as you go and then you, you know, make it happen. And, you know, so, but it's still worth it. It is still so worth it at the beginning of the day when I wake up here and I'm so close to the beach and my daughter is coming home and speaking Spanish and she loves her small intimate school environment and I'm able mm -hmm. to to just be free it's a sense of freedom that I didn't have in in DC that's and why that, I'm here yeah and that's and that's the thing. It, you, you're you're seeing the other side of the work and the uh, and the planning and all of the the stuff that you have to go to to make it work. You're seeing the other side of it. And I think sometimes people get so bogged down in the stuff they can't see the other side of it. They yeah. they can't see the enjoyment, the 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 happiness in their child's eyes or the happiness they have from the warmth on the beach. You know, they just can't see the good side of it because that. All of that stuff just kind of bogs them down and people get so caught up in that that they can't make a move. They can't make a leap to to do something that's going to give them the most joy of their lives. It's Yeah. When, when I'm here, I really recognize the difference 
between something very, very simple. And that's walking down the street with my two-year-old who mm-hmm. likes to say, look at that bird and uh-huh. look at that cat or look at the sky, mommy, isn't it beautiful? Or look at that tree or she's just pointing out all these things. And mm-hmm. what I noticed is that when we're here that I'm walking slower, I'm my, my temperament is a lot better to <laughs> stop and recognize those things. As they say, stop and smell the roses. Right. And let her point out 50 million things mm-hmm. just, you know, per block, right? And it take us up, it take us- <laughs> Eight hours to go two blocks. Eight hours to get through one block, <laughs> but be okay with that. Yeah. And that's not my temperament in DC. Oh, because gosh, no. oh. I'm rushing. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to hurry up and get her in the car, in the car mm-hmm. seat, get behind mm-hmm. the wheel. I'm dealing with, I mean, just those things, those real things that we deal with the, the traffic and my mind is racing because I'm thinking about my next, you know, task and then getting back to do this and that. And sure, we're still doing, you know, dinner oh, yeah. and laundry mm-hmm. and, and teaching and, and, and I'm, my schedule is, is, thankfully still full, but the pace of life, it's slower. I am able Mm. to slow things down because, and and that's why I'm here because my child needs it. That attention that I'm able to give her here that I I just wasn't accessing um, because of the pace of life at home is just a lot more holistic and it's better for all of us. It's really better for all of us. This has added some years to my life and I've only been here for nine months. That's amazing. And that's, you better hear me when I say, and Ewanike says, you can slow down. You can make that transition in your life that gives you life and allows you to be present. I think so many times we are just racing, like you said, to get to the next thing that we're not present. And that is, we're missing that presence and we're missing the ability to enjoy the people in our lives who we love, uh, who we say that we love and, and our kids. And it's just, it's so important to get to that place in life where you can do that. And, and for Ewanike, it was moving out of the country. She moved to Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to get really that. And, and, yeah. and I, and because that was a part of who she was and what she wanted to give her child. And I think that that's, it's great to have that sort of perspective that you want so much for your child that you were able to move outside of yourself and, and do something that's new and different. So um, that's a, a wonderful thing. And what, what do you want people to know who might consider, okay, maybe I can do this. I, you know, maybe I, and maybe it is the best thing for me. What would you tell somebody who is thinking about doing the same thing? I would say then you owe it to yourself to at least take a look at what that lifestyle could actually be for yourself. Like really tangibly go to that place that you have an idea that you think you would want to live, whether you've been there before or you haven't. I had never been to Mexico (laughs) before. Be open-minded. Right. And do your research and check it out because yeah. it's to it be greater than you ever expected. Mm-hmm. The, the sacrifices that you would have to make or what you think are sacrifices that you would have to make for that type of change may not be 
as great as you think they are. Right. Or they, or even if, or they just may not matter. Right. <laughs> really, in the long once run. you get here. Yeah. It, it just, you know, it's you know what's interesting. So the the hardest. I'm gonna be very real. The hardest thing for me, probably not the hardest. One of the hardest things for me so far. This past summer, we spent six weeks in D.C. I had a mm-hmm. yard sale. Right, getting I, rid of stuff. <laughs> I sold things on Craigslist. Again, we went from two storage units down to one. And the selling of things which I that I had collected, furniture and artifacts and just things, things that just were a lot that had been a part of my home environment for a long time that I'd gotten through travels or were gifts or that I just picked up that, you know, one of a kind things. Right, right. <laughs> that, that I just loved getting rid of those things. It was tough in the moment to sell those things or, you know, at that yard sale to see all these people but walking away with, walk away with stuff. your stuff. <laughs> you know, but I'm not thinking about those things right now, Charlene. Right. When I wake up, I, I'm not oh. thinking about those not thinking about that mirror or that <laughs> chair or, you know, I'm really not. If I, if I were in a home in DC and I had those things, I would like them to be there. Like, mm-hmm. great. Cause they had been there for years, but, but then I also had to think about that. Like I had so many years worth of enjoyment out of some material yeah. things. And yeah. right now it's, it, it, those, th- those things aren't important to me. It's not important to me that I don't have a car. Mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I'm not living in a particular neighborhood in Washington, D.C., or that I have this type of lifestyle that maybe I really thought was so important a few years ago. Right. It's, right. it's really not. What's, what's really important to me is the, the joy that I see in my child's eyes. I pick her up from school mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. My husband takes her to school every day. I pick her up and we either go to the playground or we go to the beach or we come home and we play here in the house. And my day is over at two o'clock oh. when I go get her every day. Oh, wow. Like my work day is over. And that's a way I've, I've been able to structure things. And that's really what's most important for me. So, so yeah, so we're here and really focused on creating other type of experiences in different places around the world, you know, with her in mind and for our own um, learning and being able to share it with others and uh, still contribute towards our community and do what we love to do. And for me, it boils down to helping people to be active, to move. I still see myself being that wellness advocate no matter where I am in the world. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to learn to do it in Spanish while I'm here <laughs> right. with people in person <laughs> and, and still be able to communicate with, with my folks in other places in the States, you know, virtually, if, if they will allow me to continue to zoom into their lives their and lives. share what I can. Yeah. That is amazing. Yes. And, and that's the thing. It's portable. You're, you, you've been able to bless people no matter where you are uh, across yeah. the board, you know, with, with, the, and, and you've been put in a situation for this time to be able to do this. It's just amazing how things align so that you can live the life that you want to live, blessing your child and being a blessing to other people. And everything is, is just lined up so that you can do so. 
And that is extraordinary. It it does not escape me that this is a unique situation. I am very, very thankful for it. Very thankful that we had this opportunity. I'm going to make the most out of it. No, that's right. And yeah, and and it's not for everyone to pick up and just move outside of the US. But if it is anyone who's listening, their idea, their thought, or they think that they've ever wanted to try to live either alone or with their family someplace else, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's possible. We weren't planning on it, but we've, <laughs> we've done it. And, and we weren't planning on it at this time anyway, for sure. When we first right. got here, we were not planning that this would be the place. <laughs> and, right. <laughs> That we would be, you know, settling, but we're committed to being here for at least the next three years until our daughter finishes at the school where she's at now. She'll have to move on to the next level after Mm -hmm. three years. And and then we'll see where where life takes us. Oh, that's amazing. That is. And see, we're we're here thinking, okay, which high school are we going to go to? And you're thinking about what country might we go to? (laughs) And that is so cool. I love that. I love that. It could, you know, whatever you're open to wherever life takes you. And I think that's the the, the key difference between you and, and so many other people and so many of us where you're open, you're open to what life has to offer. And you better hear me when I say to you, you can do it. If you're open, you can make changes in your life as long as you're open to those, those changes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> what would bring you back, Ewanike? What would bring you back? What is something that would bring you back to the States? Is there anything that would bring you back to the States? Um, I would, of course, come back if, if um, not to be negative, but if, if I had a family member who really needed me to physically be near them. Okay. My mother is in Detroit, where mm-hmm. I'm from. If, if I needed to be with my mom, I would be there for sure. I mean, my husband is an activist. His work is it was always based out of Washington D.C. because of his, you know, being so close to the to mm-hmm. all of the other Political. governments, which are you know mm-hmm. have bases in D.C. and and so if he really needed to spend more time in D.C. and we could be between D.C. more and some other place, right? Shoot, back to D.C. <laughs> DC is that I have lived in Washington for 30 plus years. I came to DC in 1988 and just left nine months ago. I've spent my time in DC, (laughs) right? And so it's the world is so big and even the US, Mm -hmm. although I I was always trying to figure out where else in the US I would move outside of DC. I mean, I, I, I really was hard pressed to find, to think of where else I would move to. Right. So I don't, I don't think there's much. I love DC. We were there for the summer. I love mm-hmm. how much culture I can experience just walking out my door every single day of the week, almost right. at any time. Yeah, we, we, have, we have a lot more to explore than what, and that, not that we can do it from DC, but I might as well keep it moving from here. I mean, <laughs> I pretty much sold all my stuff already anyway. So. <laughs> I ain't got no stuff there anymore. Let me get moving. (laughs) Next. (laughs) Well, that is so funny. That is so funny. I I don't have anything there. Nothing really tied me there. So that is a wonderful, wonderful attitude to have at Wanike. And I'm so glad that you were able to share your experience and 
your fitness journey and your journey with your family. I think, are you a new expat? I mean, are you, are you taking on that moniker now or how how would you describe Um, yourself? I I do plan to look at, uh, to apply for temporary residency here in in uh, Mexico, since we're planning to be here for three Mm -hmm. years. So I do want to be here legitimately, (laughs) but people (laughs) go back and forth every six months without Mm -hmm. a problem all the time. But because I would, I'm also looking into the possibility of doing retreats here, doing business Mm -hmm. here, that having that temporary residency status would help me to be able to do that. Right. And so I'm open to that. So, well, yeah, get that, get that um, guest room open. I might be, you know, I got a passport. My baby got a passport too. Right. You know, well, well, you know what? We do have a second bedroom at the house that we're in, you know, and as long as my mom is not here for an extended period of time, you're welcome. You are welcome. But I will be bringing people here for retreats, for wellness opportunities to, and the first retreat we're even thinking will be in February, March of next year, working with that same friend who first introduced me Uh to to this community. So Keep checking the lotusfitness.com website. We hope to have some information up about a, a rest and wellness mm. uh, experience yes. here in, in Mexico soon, either, either Mexico or Costa Rica. We also are looking at Costa Rica as a possibility too. But um, so I'm, I'm, I'm you know, searching for places that I can get people together that have the, that, that, want to recharge and mm-hmm. to refuel because it's tough being <laughs> in in the environments that we're in all the time without disconnecting without having that that really really good amount of time to recharge ourselves back up it just is wearing on yeah you. oh it is and, it is it is exhausting and, and that that's why exhausting. i'm so glad you said rest a rest that will be the focus. That will be the focus of this retreat is Ooh. rest. And you will, I'm just putting it out there right now, you rest all the way down to putting your electronic devices down. away. Yes. Surrendering yes. them. Sur- yes. Turning That's- them over Ooh, for, yes. the, <laughs> for the duration of the retreat and, and, and having all your, your beautiful pictures and all that taken by professional photographers. <laughs> but so you won't miss any any gorgeous moments um, <laughs> of yourself in, in, this, in this environment that we're gonna be in, you know, you'll leave with, with all the wonderful visual yeah. memories of it. You don't have to take them yourself. You can literally check out and, mm-hmm. and it will be about rest. It will be, you know, taking long walks and meditation and, you know, movement and naps. Naps oh. are important, you know, naps. all of that. Can you write a... Can you write a, a, a bill? Yeah. Uh, can you write a bill that passes Congress that requires us to take a nap in the day? Right. 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 Woo. Yes. It needs to be law. It needs to be law somewhere. The naps are important. That sounds amazing, Ewanike. And I can't wait till you do that. And I, I'll have you back on the show. You can talk about that and keep us apprised of that. Yes. That, that just sounds like a a wonderful experience resting. And we need some rest after all the things that we've been through. Yes, we do. Like mm-hmm. real. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm all for shutting down that equipment, the electronic equipment you're talking about. Cause I turn my phone off every night, every night I turn my phone off. 
but I want I would like to go a couple of days without it. That would be oh my goodness. so many people don't. They they never oh. you know really give themselves that opportunity to disconnect from their devices and don't realize how toxic it is mm-hmm. um, for their for for their bodies, their minds, their spirits, mm-hmm. all of that when yeah. they don't do that. And so um, we're gonna create that space where that's gonna be necessary. Oh, that yeah. sounds so wonderful. Oh, yes. Well, we look forward to hearing some more about that. Ewanike, thank you so much for sharing your fitness, your life. Just, I'm just so blessed to be able to know you. And I'm so glad we've been able to stay in touch over the years since the heel. Yes, Charlene. Oh, this was just a pleasure. Thank you for reaching out to me and asking me to, to share this time with you and just a little bit about what I've been up to. Because um, I think it's really empowering when you hear, you know, others who Mm -hmm. can, who have done, you know, things that you may have an idea that you want to do and realize that, you know, they're no different (laughs) than me. And, and it was, you know, just really um, a friend and by the grace of God that we're here, that we made it happen. And just being like you said, and you keep saying, remaining open to that possibility. Um, yes. That's probably the biggest challenge that a lot of us have to overcome is just really, really opening ourselves up to all the possibilities. That is so key. Thank you, Ewanike. Opening yourself up to the possibilities um, and of, to happiness and to living a life that's the best life you can live for not only yes. you, but for the people around you. Exactly. That's where, that's where stability really lies. Yes. Thank you, Ewanike. You're welcome, Charlene. Thank you.